Welcome to the Easy Loss Weight Loss Show. Sue and James have helped thousands to lose weight and make massive improvements in their lives with the Easy Loss Weight Loss Program, both in person and with their range of best-selling apps. So here's your host, Sue Peckham. This podcast is sponsored by the Easy Loss Bootcamp 2016. We've got an amazing weekend planned and we'd love to meet you. So save the 16th and 17th of April 2016 in your diary and come along and join us. Just go to www.easyloss.co.uk forward slash podcast and you'll find the details of all the wonderful presenters we've got lined up for you to meet as well as all the information you need to book your place at the Easy Loss Bootcamp 2016. We'll see you there. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Easy Loss Podcast Show Christmas Special. And with James and I today, we have the lovely Rick Hay. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Sue. Hi, James. Good morning, Rick. How are you doing? Not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. I'm looking forward to, to Christmas. How about you? Yeah, I'm just thinking Sue's introduced this as the Christmas special. Is it? Is that because it's Christmas and both of us are special? <laughs> or uh... I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> you you are the two most special people I talk to. <laughs> See, I didn't actually say which two are special. Oh. So. So we're going to let that one go. We, yeah, I think we should go. just let that one go before it all degenerates into a big argument. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. Rick, we've had some questions come in from our Facebook members about different things to do with this time of year. And also um, from some of our uh, people who come and see us actually one-to-one at the practice, they've been listening to our podcasts. And when they come in and see uh, me or some of the other consultants at the practice, and oh, can you ask Rick about this? So I hope that's okay with you. We've got some questions lined up. So... If we just fire away with the first one, James. Yeah, question from Ben. Rick, what is the one superfood that you would recommend that everybody should include in their diet and how often should you eat it? You know, I'm a really uh, big fan of um, spirulina. And and in fact, when I I say spirulina, you can really include uh, chlorella in that as well because they're both sort of um, an algal uh, plant. Uh, The reason that I like them is that they're... They're both very, very, uh, well, they're very green, uh, but they're, they're very cleansing to the system and they've got a nice array of vitamins and minerals. So I, I say to people, always start with a you know a simple green and spirulina and corella you can get very easily around town. Um, however, I will just say one thing. When you start on uh, spirulina or corella, start, start gently because they do have sort of a, a cleansing and a detox and alkalizing property. So maybe start off just with one tablet twice a day then you can build up to two tablets twice a day. You can, in fact, go up to uh, six tablets three times a day, but I don't recommend that to people unless they're, you know, exercising hard or they really want to do a very big cleanse. But, but so, you know, start off a couple of capsules uh, a day is a nice starting point and it gives you some nice uh, greens in your diet without, uh, without much effort, yeah. So I'm, uh, my question was going to be, um, you kind of answered it, so tablets rather than the powder form? Well, powder, if you, you can. I, the reason I mentioned the tablets is that, or capsules, people tend to find a little bit easier. Um, mm. I mean, look, I put my, um, my spirulina and, and wheatgrass and barley grass, for that matter, all into, um, into my neutralite in the morning or, or your morning smoothie or your juice. Yeah. For some people, that's an acquired taste, but, you know, I'm a yeah. herbalist, so I, <laughs> I don't kind of mind. But, 
you know, and then you can, like, you put it in with some fruit or, or in, your, in your blender, put it in with some fruit, you don't really taste it. Um, so both options. Powder's always kind of uh, going to be a bit better if you can have it because it's, you know, it's, it's less processed, isn't it? Yeah. So you could include it in, in a Nutribullet, for example, some powder. Yeah, just a, just a teaspoon in, you know, in your, in your Nutribullet daily or in your morning juice or, you know, uh, some people like to take it even at night time because it's cleansing overnight, you know a little water or juice. If you're going to do it just with straight juice, I'd recommend some pear or pineapple or, um, yeah, or apple juice. That yeah. sort of takes the, the taste away a bit, yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, I always find pear or, or lemon does. I used to grow my, my own wheatgrass uh, when I was ill all those years ago. And my garden looked like, um, my sorry, my kitchen looked like Kew, Kew Gardens. <laughs> so it's hard work to, uh, to do it. So tablets, it was so much yeah. fun. Um, but you wouldn't put a tablet in a Nutribullet, Rick? Sorry, you wouldn't put the tablet in a Nutribullet. Oh, you know you could you could Sue. I mean, I got I get I use um actually there's a, there's a company from Australia that I use called Synergy Natural, and they're um they've got the reason I'm mentioning them is they've got veggie caps and they're organic. I mean, there's other there's other ones on the, on the market as well. Oh, that uh, thing. You could you could you, you could open up the um the veggie cap and put it in there. Okay. Uh, or yeah, you could put the you could put the capsule. Uh, sorry, the tablet in there. It, it would dissolve quite easily as well. Yeah. I'll ask you, cool. uh, after we finish, Rick, if you pop the uh, details of that over to me and I'll get that on the show notes because some of our listeners might find that really helpful. So we'll we'll pop a, a yeah. link to that on the show notes. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite particular for, you know, for which ones I use sure. because I want them to be yeah. organic and I want them to make sure that they're, uh, you know, that, that I know they come from a clean and green place. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And Rick, once people have started taking it, would you recommend they take it for a period of time or do you just go on taking it forevermore? Well, I think given the stresses of our society today and given our, you know, our, our, how busy everybody is and, and you know, we're, I don't think we're getting enough rest time, um, I tend to say that people stay on it all, all okay. the time. Now, I know that it might not be financially viable for, for some people. Mm. I mean, they're not expensive options, but if you wanted to do it just for a quick detox, I would recommend probably about six weeks um, that sort of sounds a bit sort of it makes um, uh, it makes a bit of a mockery when I say the quick detox and then I say six weeks doesn't it? But you know what I mean. Um, sure, yeah. A six week period is good. Yeah. Uh, really, ideally, in order to make a change in the body, a nice three month period is good. But I, I think what would happen to most people is that it does uh, boost your energy a little bit. It does mm. help you clean, and you know you probably find your hair, skin, and nails improve. And so. A lot of people stay on it. So you know what I do? I I'd mine in the cupboard and I take it every other day. You know? Okay. Um, yeah, with, 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 you know, different coloured superfoods as well. Okay. There, there was a question I wanted to ask you right at the end, Rick, uh, but if it's okay, I'm going to throw it in now. This is, this is a, a, yeah. my question. Um, uh, last time we saw you in London, I know you were taking some, uh, we were having lunch out and you took some supplements with you. Um, yes. My question is, I, I'm, I'm very big on taking supplements myself, as long as I know that you know they're good for you. What, what do you take um, in your, your little pack of capsules that you take every day? What, uh, what what's in there? Yeah, I, you know, people often ask me, can't you just have a healthy diet and and um, you know be uh, get optimum yeah. health levels? And, and and you can, but it's it's become a little bit more difficult because our soils are so overly agriculturalized that uh, there's not the minerals that used to be in them. Um, so it's difficult to get the mineral profile that we need. And if you're out in a, a little bit of mineral, it can make a bit of effect biochemically. But having said that, I, I you know, I mean, I don't eat organic fruit vegetables all the time. You know, I, I you know, it's simply not, 
you know, A, a affordable and B, um, convenient to do that. So mm-hmm. what I do is I supplement. I take a, uh, a men's multivitamin or I recommend doing a women's multivitamin to, to women. Um, I also take some sort of uh, omega-3 uh, oil. So I might take, um, or, or omega-6 oil. So I might take some um, uh, flaxseed oil or I think I mentioned in one of our earlier podcasts, there's a new... Uh, not relatively new, algal oil out on the market. Uh, the company that do it are Ethamol. They're a, a, a mainstream company. Uh, mm. You can get it in you know, bigger pharmacies, etc. But they do something called algal oil. And what that is, is the, it, the, the, the sort of the fish eat the algae to pre- produce their omega-3, so it's a nice way to get it. Yeah. Um, the reason I go for the algal oil is I'm vegetarian, but if you weren't vegetarian, fish oil would do the job. Um, the other thing I take is a, uh, a vegetable digestive enzyme because I... I think I might have mentioned to you, I, I, you know, one of the reasons I got into uh, studying natural medicine is I had bad eczema and dermatitis and mm-hmm. sort of borderline psoriasis. And, yeah. um, if your gut isn't working properly, then, then your skin isn't functioning properly. So I take a vegetable digestive enzyme and also a, an acidophilus and, and bifidus, like a probiotic. They're sort of my main ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, and then sort of I, I kind of go with them what's on special. I know I'm... I'm sounding like I'm being overly economical, but, you know, if I work in, walk into a shop and I see some berry powder on a, on a special and I like it, I'll buy that and that'll be my, my special one for the month. Or if, I, yeah. if I'm in a health food store and they've got a good deal on a, a natural magnesium, I might grab that. So I think you can sort of mix and match it. So you yeah. do vary um, then, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Okay. So that, Right, we better ask that's you a question the, that's, that's not from us. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we're monopolizing our own show. Yeah. Thank you, Rick. Um, question from Kate. What would you recommend for a healthy stew at this time of year? Do you know, I really am a, a, a big fan of, uh, you know, chickpeas, lentils and, um, you know, the, the um, butter beans and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I always go for, uh, you know, a cup full of, of um some sort of pulse of that nature uh, together with you know it's nice this time of year to go with the things like sweet potato and and your turnips and your your um your, your root vegetables so mm-hmm. you know really what what choice you want and then to that um any of the cruciferous family that you want to put in there because they, they really detoxify the liver so by those ones i mean the the cauliflower uh the broccoli um oh, nice. if you want to you know put in at Christmas time the Brussels sprouts I know they're not a, a favourite of everybody but you put them in a stew um, and then just make sure that you spice it up because you know you can, you can make um, some lovely we all know I love thermogenic spices mm. so things like cayenne chilli ginger uh, turmeric you know use some soy sauce so I always go for a very simple uh, vegetarian stew I think people are getting enough meat um, mm-hmm. anyway so but, but when you do a vegetarian option too what you do is it's, it's just easier on the gut it's easier to digest it's very nourishing, great if you're convalescing. Okay. Um, if you've got, I will, I will say, if you've got sort of a bit of a dodgy tummy, um, if your tummy sort of maybe a bit bloated, start off uh, maybe with half a cup of the pulses and let, let the body get used to them, yeah? Okay, that's really great. Thank you for that. I Rick. love using my slow cooker. Yeah, yeah, I use mine. Lovely. Now. I think you've got another kind of I vegetable have, question, um, haven't you? Yeah, from Sue. Uh, is it okay um, to put the skin and seeds from a watermelon in your Nutribullet? Do you know what? It's the one. It's the one thing that I haven't done, and I, I, I'd, I'd probably say no, given that you know what I don't do is I don't put in the. I try not to put in the 
the skin of the, the fruit that's a bit waxy. Because mm-hmm. often if it's um, conventional, it's where the pesticides are sort of, uh, they're sealed in by the wax, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So okay. that waxy watermelon, I, I tend not to, I'd err on the side of caution and say no, but you know what, I will, I will look into it further and let you and Sue know Fabulous. if there's any medicinal, any medicinal properties in the skin. It's a really good question. No one's ever asked me before. The nice thing about the, the watermelon is I do put in, when I, when I put it in, I love watermelon because it's, it's got energy properties in it mm-hmm. and it's got a relatively low glycemic load, even though it's sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to pick out some of the seeds and some of them go in, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, but, but, yeah, it's, it's one. But I'll look into seeing if there's any benefits for the skin or if, that, if there's any contraindications. Yeah, because yeah. I know when we've spoken before, you've said about, you know, not putting the pips of apples uh, you know, apple pips yeah. in the Nutribullet and things like that. So <clears throat> that's why I wondered yeah. about the seeds. I understand. Yeah, I, I leave, Sorry, Red, go on. I leave some of them in with, the, with the, the watermelon, just not all, yeah. Okay, okay. I was going to say, I, I understand that watermelon seeds are actually very beneficial because uh, when I was ill, I was actually taking watermelon seed um, tablets. Yeah, they're a bit like... Um, you know, have, uh, the apricot kernels and things like that, they've got a good um, reputation behind them. So, so yeah, put them in. You know why I take them out? I take them out just out of habit, I think, James, more than anything yeah. else. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, when you get a watermelon and you take some of the seeds out. Yeah. But yeah I, maybe, maybe leave the whole lot in. Then, leave yeah. it in. So, so <laughs> that, that's a, that'll be something for another podcast, Rick, when you come back for, for the answer special. about the, the watermelon skin question. Yeah, and you know what might be a nice one for the future, actually, mm-hmm. is why don't we why don't we do one on all those superfoods for the more serious health conditions? Because there's, that not, would enough, be great. there's not enough discussion about that around. Yeah, yeah that, that would be and great. I, yeah, I, I, I think that it would be nice to do stuff that's, you know, sensible and reasonable and, yeah. and we put, point people in the right direction. And, and James, it would be lovely if you could share... Um, some of your knowledge as well in that one because yeah, that's sure. uh, I think very useful for everyone yeah, yeah sure, perhaps sure. we'll schedule try and schedule something in for in January, January yeah, for that yeah yeah, 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 that's yeah a nice one. I yeah. have good. Um, Rick again this is another question from Ben uh, regarding the Nutribullet he says do the blades of a Nutribullet wear out and does it affect the nutrition extraction of the fruits and veggies as your Nutribullet gets older you know what I've had mine for three years mm. and I used to uh, I used to even demo it around um, for journalists and, you know, special events and stuff. Um, and mine is still going like a little trooper. Okay. Um, there's no wearing down in the blades. I, I, it, they've got, they're a blunt blade, so they don't get um, sort of any more blunt, I don't think. No. And I think they're a, they're a special metal, but, oh, God, I, I want to say they're titanium, but I could be making that up. <laughs> which, is, which is a little bit scary, really. Isn't yeah, it? You know? yeah. Um, they're kryptonite. I, I bet. <laughs> yeah, they're kryptonite blades. That's it. Yeah, there we are. But, but it's um, interesting yeah, what you say about it being the blunt blade because after Ben asked, the, I saw the question from Ben. I actually did stick my finger in the Nutribullet this morning, not while it was wearing oh, round, right. but I, yeah. I just thought, oh, that's an interesting question. I've never actually thought about how sharp they are, and I did notice it was blunt, and I thought, oh, maybe mine's worn out already. Question yeah, from... No, 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 they, they, are, they are blunt, yeah, but yeah. no, no finger in when it's moving. But you can't, because you can't open it, thank goodness. Question from Cathy. Cathy has an underactive thyroid and has been told to avoid brassica ve- a veg? Yeah, that's things yeah. like... Yes. Broccoli's. Okay. Uh, as it works against the thyroid, 
Uh, can you recommend some good alternatives, some thyroid, thyroid friendly, it's hard to say, thyroid friendly veg? The thyroid issue is such a, a hard one and I really do sympathise with people who have either an underactive or overactive thyroid. It was actually the one condition when I was studying that used to do my head in because sometimes um, the symptoms of an overactive thyroid mimic the symptoms of the of the underactive thyroid, so you've got to be very, mm -hmm. very careful with diagnosis. Um, you know, but, but if somebody's been diagnosed by the doctor, you've had a thyroid function test. Um, what, what I would tend to do with that is, you know, you can have some leafy greens, um, just don't have too many of them. But uh, what happens sometimes is that when people have thyroid, they, they, they go completely away from all the greens uh, totally. I think you could have some every other day. You could have, you know, you know, maybe not a third of the Nutribullet in the in the leafy greens, but you could have, um, you know, maybe a fifth of it, um, yeah. and you know, stick to one Nutribullet today. But what what I recommend for the thyroid is all those lovely, colourful um, berries, and you know, the melons and the, and the nuts and seeds. You want to get a nice, wholesome diet in there. Okay. You can also get some seaweed options um, that can help that you can add in um, from various stores um, that you put in there. It's, okay. um, it's one that you just need to really, really go colourful to make up for the lack of green. So, you know, let's go for the berries, the melons, the pears, the apples, and then the pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, um, you know, together with, um, you know, as I said, bits of seaweed if you can. But don't overdo it on the seaweed. You only need a little bit, yeah. Okay, that's brilliant, Rick. Thank you. Um, question from Anne. Anne was told by a nurse that her blood, uh, I think it was her blood glucose, was too high. And that could be because she'd gone too long without eating. And she'd gone for a blood test before and this hadn't been the case. So what do you think about that? Do you think, you know, that is an issue for people if they go too long without eating? I, I always think sometimes, you know, you get a test result from... Um you know, from, from a doctor or a yeah. specialist, it's always good to get them to do it again. Okay. Um, the only reason that I say that is not that I don't have faith in you know, some of the wonderful doctors out there, of course yeah. I do, but yeah. um, I found over time that, yes, in fact, if you if you have a urine test at a certain different uh, part time of the day or you, you know how you make yeah, yeah, yeah. it, and remember, I don't encourage people, please, when you're on your plan, and I know you, you don't as well, don't weigh yourself every day. It's no, not no. what you want to do. You know, maybe once a month, something like that. Absolutely. Focusing on it. Um, but, yeah, I would certainly have it done again, and I would certainly, you know, have it done within, you know, because they can, it depends on the test you're doing. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes you have to pass for quite a long mm, time. Mm. Um, you know, to, to answer the, the, the question, if, if your blood sugar is um, very uh, low, um, then you might feel a little bit dizzy, you might feel a little bit faint, you might feel a little bit nauseous. Um, yeah. And sometimes if your blood sugar is, you know, also very high, if, if you've not binged on, um, on, you know, the wrong foods, yeah. uh, then you're going to get some uncomfortable symptoms. So it's one that you need to sort out with your doctor. Yeah. But I get the test done again, yeah. Okay, thank you very much, Rick. James is just having a bit of a, a cough over yeah, there in so the corner. I'm back. But I'm back. you've got another question, haven't uh, you? Rick, question from Kath. Um, will the nutrients still be in spinach if you small uh, if you freeze it in small quantities? Yeah, you know, when I first you know studied natural medicine years and years ago, when the ark was being built, um, <laughs> I I I, um, I used to not like frozen fruit and veg. Um, you know, we're talking the in the early nineties, actually late late eighties, and 
uh, the freezing fruit and veg, I should say. And but but now the research has shown that, in fact, you know, freezing that can preserve a lot of the uh, vitamins and minerals. What I would say is freeze it as soon as you get it, as soon as you buy it. Mm-hmm. And in fact, if you're going to freeze the spinach and like, if you're going to freeze berries yourself, you may as well buy them already frozen because the chances are they've been frozen closer to the time they've been picked. And the faster you freeze it, the more preservatives. Uh, sorry, the more uh, the more you preserve the vitamins and minerals. Uh, but you can you can certainly freeze any any anything and then thaw it out and put it in the nutrient Just freeze it as soon as you buy it. Fab, that's brilliant. Um, uh, slightly um, tongue-in-cheek question, I think this was, again, from Ben. He was on a roll yesterday. Um, why does an apple a day keep the doctor away? Look, you know, like any fruit or veg has... You know, you know what, Sue, we, we really do overlook that food becomes us. So whatever is in our food... Our digestive tract doesn't just break it down and then we go to the toilet and that's the end of it. What the digestive tract does is send all the nutrients, vitamins, amino acids around the body to build new organs, new cells, new skin, you know, new new, new um, digestive tract cells, etc. So when you put a you know a piece of fruit or you know a fruit salad into you, you're getting all the phytonutrients and the amino acids that the body needs to make itself and to make you and to make your nervous system feel better, your your circulatory system. So, but if we look at the apple in particular, it's got, you know, in terms of phytonutrients, there's just hundreds of them, if not thousands. Mm. Uh, but you've got you've got in there as well all the vitamins. But there's something in apples called pectin, and when you do your research around pectin around more serious conditions, uh, it's very very protective in the body. It's also good for the digestive tract. So I think what the body what the apple does. It helps with alkalization because of its pH balance. Mm-hmm. It also uh, introduces pectin into the body. It introduces fiber, which keeps us regular. You know, we talked about the blood sugar levels. And we talked about underactive thyroid. The, the, the fiber in the apple is good for that. Um, and because all the, the fructose in the apple is bound to the fiber, we'll get a natural energy boost from the, from the apple that won't necessarily affect our weight management goals in a, in a bad way. So... Mm-hmm. You know, when you break it down, it's really ironic. I mean, I'd probably be the only person interested, but I could talk to you about the health benefits of one piece of fruit for probably four hours. Really? Yeah, it's it's remarkable. And then, Sue, if you put them into a fruit salad, and James, you put them into a fruit salad. I can't believe I'm getting excited about a fruit salad. I need to get out more, but anyway. (laughs) Um, When you put them in the fruit salad... All the little phytonutrients of each individual fruit or vegetable, mm. or obviously fruit in that case, it, it, it acts with the other one, and we create like a chemical, a, a lovely positive phytonutrient, a phytochemical-rich cocktail that makes each of the fruits a stronger antioxidant. Do you know where I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you end up with a really, it, it's quite, it's like a synergy and a lovely little orchestra that, that makes it happen. So I always say to people, if you're going to have, um, you know, you might like to look at having the apple a day, but why not have a small fruit salad yeah. and really, really turbocharge that uh, antioxidant property of that apple, yeah? Well, again, let, let's look at... Um... I, I, I think we should record the four-hour version of that and include it on our Easy Sleep Insomnia <laughs> app. <laughs> I, I think... I think you should. You should know what? No, no, I'd love you know, to know more about that. It is Rick. fascinating. Rick, would, you, you know, know you said before about eating less tropical f- uh, fruit. Yeah. Uh, would an apple be classed as a European fruit? 
you know, I always think of it yeah, as English, not, but it's not. Um, it's 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 not a uh, like a mango or pineapple, obviously. So I prefer people to to you know in the, in the colder months to save with something that hasn't got quite as high a sugar content. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't succeed, James, because then I go to the supermarket and I see the mangoes and I buy them. <laughs> yeah, but, they're um, lovely. <laughs> you know, it, it's just they're all cut up, they're ready to go, and they're delicious. They remind me, remind me of home. But I, I think if you can if you can seasonally eat without being obsessive, yeah. Um, you know, this, this you know this time of the year, look what's out. If there's stone fruits still around, or if there's stuff, it's kind of hard in the supermarket now because we don't know what. Um, what is seasonal, do you know? It's yeah, sort of gotten all yeah, confused. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as best you can. And yeah, the apples are a nice choice. I, I don't mind apples all year round because they've got such a load, like in loads. Um, yeah. they're, they're, they're all right, yeah. I must Google where they originated from. Apples? Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. We'll do I, that later. They're very much at home in, in Europe, but, you know, a lot of stuff we think is European is, in fact, you know, South American, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so it be interesting. Something tells me that the apple was out of the Middle East, James. Okay. I, we'll have I, to have a Google. I suppose at Adam and Eve. Yeah, I would trust me on that one. Here we, here we go. Now, <laughs> we, now we're going to spend the rest of the day working out where yeah, Adam I and did. Eve came from. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Google that. Final question. That, 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 Sorry, Rick, go on. I was going to say that's another podcast. Isn't yeah, it, it is. It is. Yeah. We're getting them all lined up for 2016. Final uh, question, Rick. Uh, again, a bit telling your cheek. What are you going to be having for your your Christmas dinner this year? You know, I'm going to sound like such a cliche of a nutritionist when I say this. So I understand if no one ever wants to listen to me again. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm going to have. No, this, I'm almost embarrassed to tell you what I'm going to have. But I'm I, I'm vegetarian for ethical reasons. Mm. Um, I'm having a nut loaf. Nice. <laughs> and, nice. And feel free to mock me with my. Um, not at all. I'm, I'm having a nut, a nut, a nut loaf with, um, with some, you know, nice traditional veggies. But you'll be happy to know after mm-hmm. I have my nut loaf, I'm having something naughty. I'm going to have my, you know, lovely Christmas cake and pudding. But then I'm going for a, a traditional afternoon tea in London. Um, oh, so lovely! I'll be having. Um, uh, is it now? We had this conversation: scone or scone? What's I say? <laughs> I, I, I say scone. I, I never know. Yeah. I yeah. say so, so. Whereabouts in London? So your fans can come and come mob and, you and pap you, Rick. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, the paparazzi will be there for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, everywhere I go, they're around me. You know, I'm, I'm, I must say though, um, if anyone wants to do the afternoon tea in London, sometimes some of the main days are the best ones to do them on. Because last year I got a, a, an incredible deal to do afternoon tea at the Ritz, and believe me, I'm not the uh, I'm not that super wealthy that I, I lunch at the Ritz every day. Um, but um, yeah, so then then so I'll probably I will also start my Christmas day with a Nutri Blast because then I won't eat too much chocolate and everything. But yeah. I think I think it's Christmas, and you just got to enjoy yourself Christmas Day. What I'd say is, you know, let your hair down a little bit, enjoy just it. One you know, day, yeah, good advice. Yeah. Really. Get, Get back on the wagon the next day, and please don't feel guilty about what you eat. I mean, yeah. I prefer it if you didn't have to kill the turkey to enjoy your day. Then that's just that's just <laughs> that's just you, know you I mean? Rick, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. We'll all be enjoying. Yeah. We'll all be enjoying Christmas. <laughs> we will. Yeah. Rick, enjoy. Thank you. Enjoy it. Thank you so much for joining us Legend. today. I know you'll run off your feet with ideal world things and other stuff you had to have to do, and of course you've been helping us considerably 
uh, putting together the uh, book, the 12 Weeks to Wow journal, and you're also helping us out with content for the new membership site we're launching in January. And, you know, we do appreciate how busy you are. You're a legend. You always, always have loads of information. It's always another talking point for another podcast coming up. So we'll get some dates in the diary for, for January when things in theory, quiet down a bit for you. But for today, Rick, thank you so much for joining us and have a wonderful Christmas. Happy Christmas, Rick. Yeah, thank you to you too and to everybody listening. Thanks so much for uh, taking the time to listen and make it to the end of uh, of the podcast. Well done. And, and also, I think, I think I'm going to say as well, you know, I, I think the people in your group and who are following your, your apps, the results they get are just... So inspiring. And in fact, what I'd like to do, um, and I know you've got a lot of press coming up, but in the new year, maybe in spring, I'd like to see if we can get some more um, uh, journalists to to do some more stories for you. That would be wonderful. They're they're great results. Well well done, everyone. Merry Christmas. Thank you. And if I could just say for anyone listening, I know a lot of people have contacted us and said, you know, how can we get in contact with Rick? How can we meet Rick? And you are actually coming along to the Easy Lost Boot Camp in April, aren't you, Rick? So people can come along and, and meet you there. Absolutely. And if anyone's got any, any questions, you know, they paste it on your group. But there's also my, um, my Facebook page through the Anti-Aging Food and Fitness yeah, yeah. Uh, Facebook page that they can go to and question me directly if they want. Yeah. Sure, I will. Again, I will pop some links up on the show notes uh, later on when James has edited the podcast and uh, posts it up. I'll get the show notes up with all the links to everything we've talked about today, Rick. Lovely, thanks so much. Okay, and we will speak to you again in 2016. Bye for now. Yahoo! (laughs) You've been listening to the Easy Loss Weight Loss Show. Remember to press the subscribe button to get regular podcast updates. And if you've enjoyed this show, remember to share it with your friends. Thanks for listening.